What up, it's your man, Aaron Sands, and welcome to King Talk Season 4. Let's get it. What's up, everybody? This is your boy, Ken, a.k.a. Mr. Gentleman, your host of Mr. Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast, and one-fourth of the Premier Bay Podcast, and you are now listening to my brother, Aaron, King Talk Sands Show, King Talk with Aaron Sand. This episode was pre-recorded. King Talk, King Talk, yeah, that's me. What up, it's your man's Aaron Sands. We are back at it again. You already know what it is. If it's Fridays, it's King Talk. What's going on, everybody? How's everybody doing? Welcome to the latest installment of King Talk. I'm glad you guys are back. I know I've been gone for a minute, but I've been doing something really great with my space. So, um, first of all, before we get into the particulars and everything, make sure you guys like and share and comment on this episode with all the stuff that we got going on um, and with all the other episodes that we have going on at, um, as well. Um, it's crazy because, like I said before, I knew I was going to take about at least a week or two you know to figure out like my studio situation and i'm glad to announce that the first wave of my studio slash work work um a home office situation is you know underway and i'm glad that you know the business is actually picking up with this because it's a really big deal it's something i've been planning for a long time and I'm glad to see like it's starting now to come into fruition. You know, you, you know, you work hard for a lot of stuff. You know, have a lot of tireless nights and long days. Um, so to see the first wave of this of my um, of the space being built out for for me and for us as King Talk viewers to really have a space for us to really push this stuff out consistently because between time like with my like you know my work schedule and you know trying to find spaces to record um an episode lately especially for like the past couple of seasons have been a bit difficult to say the least so um i'm liking the fact that this particular episode is the first one in the space in the new um studio space that i have set so um hopefully you know it's here to many more episodes coming out of here as we continue to you know build up this um build up the space and add new tech not just for my ventures with podcasting whether it be with king talk or the premier voice podcast but also with um other ventures that i'm currently working on as well um is a way for me to be more pro- be more proactive with a lot of the stuff that I'm working on too. So I think it's a really big deal. And I always tell people, um, when you're good at something, you know you're good at something, you try to invest in it. You, you do take that time to invest in it because nobody's going to do it for you. So you have to do it for yourself. So I'm glad I'm taking these steps and I'm really excited about that. So yeah. Um, also, I may be coming this one, this particular episode due to the whole setup. Um, I did have to take a 
week or two to figure it out, figure things out. Um, but I will try my best, my darnest, to push out two episodes this week. This one for last week, and the next one is going to be for um, the next one is going to be for this week coming up, this Friday coming up. So be on the lookout for that. So let's get right into it. You see the title. You see um, the artwork for this. We talking about crashing out. And this particular episode is going to be detailed to to the fellas. You know what I'm saying? Because from what I've been finding, what I've been seeing, especially as of late, we've been crashing out, you know, for certain situations that really don't need to be that. That's we really wouldn't need that type of energy for the most part. Um, you had a lot of situations where, and I'm gonna be honest, we typically crash out for mainly two things, right? Either money or pussy. You know what I'm saying? Um, now you're probably asking yourself, well, Sands, what's crashing out? Well, I'll be to explain. Crashing out is basically a term where somebody goes, you know, way too far in order to, you know, either show something or prove something or, you know, you do the most extreme, you do something in the most extreme of situations to the point where there's no way of coming back from. Um, And we got a couple of cases that we're going to talk about, but first... For, for the for the fellas, man, there's a lot of situations, and I mean, granted, these two two that we're gonna get into um, are gonna highlight that. But there's for every two situations for like real popular dudes or real um, famous guys. Every day, there's an average dude that's out here. You know, every every day there's somebody out here doing the absolute most or. Do- going to the most extreme to sit there and um and prove a point to people and you gotta understand you know whether it be violence or what have you you know the easiest thing to do is is like walk away and step back because by you not doing that what you find yourself doing is you know you're giving more energy to that situation and or person and that's never good that's never good um, and a lot of times we tend to get caught up with that, you know, especially in our community. You know what I'm saying? Um, we tend to get caught up with trying to, you know, one up our revenge on people. And sometimes it gets too extreme. And then before you know it, you look up and you're facing charges that is going to be incredibly hard to beat. Or you end up on house arrest, like the next two people I'm about to talk about. So the first person I'm going to talk about, and I may be a bit late with this one because... You know, it's been a little bit and, um, you know, the situation died down. Now it's getting taken care of by the courts. It's basically um, the Kevin Porter Jr. situation where apparently, and this is according to the L.A. Times, um, he basically attacked his girlfriend and ended up fracturing her neck vertebrae and, quote, leaving a deep gash above her right eye during an attack at the Millennium Hilton in New York. Now, I always tell people this, bro, like, especially dudes, and it's tough to really think about it because sometimes in situations, things get carried away, and I know we, you know, tend to crash out a bit, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? 
but there's no excuse for like physical violence on a on a female. I tell you this professionally and personally. King Talk Sands does not condone any type of violence towards women. On a count of three, I always say on a count of three, everybody needs to keep their hands to themselves. You know what I'm saying? If the situation gets too hectic or too crazy, you know, walk away from it. You know what I'm saying? Because if you don't, you already know there's no good that can come out of it. You know what I'm saying? And for this gentleman, gentleman right here, you know, he went overboard and ended up t- attacking her. You know what I'm saying? And the worst part about it is he just signed, um, like last year, he signed a four-year $82.5 million contract. So you mean to tell me you get in this money, right? You finally get into the type of money that, you know, that could potentially be you know life-changing generational wealth type stuff because you're in the nba you know what i'm saying especially if you're a big name you're making that type of money where you're it's going to be life-changing for not only your kids kids but generations past that and then you want to you're instead of you you know doing honing your craft trying to build your brand up you out here pleading not guilty to felony assault and strangulation charges now let me hit you up on this something real quick though with these strangulation charges, especially in New York. Typically, you get anywhere from three and a half to fifteen years on the strangulation charge, right? And the worst part about that is, is that with those with that particular charge, there's no plea or no reducing that sentence. So if this man gets this man Kevin Porter Jr. gets it's like ten years. On his sentence, right? There's no way you could plead that out. You gotta do the ten years. That that's your time. You gotta do that whole shit. And I, I definitely agree with that type of stuff because, you know, and I don't want to get too graphic or anything, but it's King Talk. When you strangle somebody, you have your arms around that person's neck. You know, at any point in time, you could be like, "Yo, let me, let me fall back. Let me step away." You know what I'm saying? Let me, you know, dip out. You know, or even honestly, before you even got to the point where you're strangling this person, you should have been like, yo, let me step away because I know what I can do to this lady and I know it's going to get ugly. Right. Instead of doing that, you had the thought process to wrap your arms around this person. You had the thought process to squeeze, you know, as tight as you could. You had the thought process to continue squeezing as tight as you could until you broke something. I mean, guys, he broke the girl's neck. Like, it's right here. Look, he broke her neck vertebrae. Bro, he broke the girl's neck. Like, and then you got the nerve to plead not guilty. Not guilty, bro. You broke the girl's neck. You know what I'm saying? According to, this is from the LA Times. According to a criminal complaint obtained by the Associated Press, Gazondrick told police, that's the girlfriend, Gazondrick told um, police that Porter pushed her repeatedly in the face, causing a cut and bruising above her right eye. She also alleged that he wrapped his neck around, he wrapped his hand, sorry, around her neck, causing bruises and the fractured vertebrae. Bro, he broke Shorty's neck. Like, this couldn't have been my daughter coming to me talking about, oh, my boyfriend broke my, nah, bro. You about to break that nigga body, bro. We gonna send that nigga to the upper room. Honestly. Um, so, of course, he got, he was suspended indefinitely, um, for that situation. Um, and I think I think he got cut actually. I'm like, he um definitely got cut from the Houston Rockets. Um, I'm be honest with you. 
if anything, the NBA needs to do a situation like how the NFL do when when you get caught up on these type of charges, whether it's like like physical abuse or sexual abuse, it should be like an automatic ban. You know what I'm saying? Especially if it leads to like a conviction. Yeah, you done, bro. You cooked. Because ain't no way if you facing you got assault charges and you got um strangulation charges. Strangulation charge alone holds at least three and a half, at best fifteen. So he's probably gonna do if he when he gets found guilty, because bro, you broke Shorty's neck. Like, he's probably gonna do anywhere from seven to ten. That's my estimation. That's my, you know, estimation, my prediction for that. Seven to ten. Well, your career's cooked anyway, bro. And anything and on top of that, this happened to a WNBA player. So now the NBA is definitely gonna get scrutiny and they gotta make an example out of you. You know what I'm saying? They gotta make an example out of you. And that means you having to potentially not be involved with the organization anymore. And that's something dudes gotta understand too. If you're willing to collect a paycheck from a place, right? From a place of employment, right? You also got to understand too that there is like some morality clauses in that when you sign your, you know, you sign your deal. You know what I'm saying? So when you're talking about morality, uh, morality clauses, this is something that could affect that. You know what I'm saying? You want to sit there and and go upside a lady's head, which you shouldn't do. That's on your timing. But you need to understand that there's consequences to everything that we do. And there's consequences to cash in, to cashing out. There's consequences to cashing out, but there's consequences to crashing out, right? And this is one of the consequences, you understand? And it's tough because when you have, you know, you have that future, when you have a bright future like that, where you're making money that, you know, you probably would have never seen before, it's tough to deal with, you know, there's a lot that comes with it, you know what I'm saying? And you got to be able to be in the right mental space for you to actually succeed and do what you gotta do. You know what I'm saying? And if one way is one of the ways for you not to be in that space is by doing what he did and now getting caught up in the spaces that he's in now. Because now like he gotta go do something else. And honestly, that's deserved. Now her family came out on Instagram and said that, you know, it's up for him and everything like that. They are they gonna, you know, come after him and everything like that. I mean Bro, the the, the fed not the feds, but you know, the law got him. You know what I'm saying? So if y'all gonna try to do some crazy shit, you know what I'm saying? That's another thing that kind of comes with it too. You know what I'm saying? So but these are the consequences that you face when you're out here crashing out the way you are. Now you going from a serious situation like that, which is very serious, I ain't gonna hold you. You going from a ser- serious situation like that to a dumbass situation like your man's Kenneth Petty was going through because apparently you know when you got you and your wife gets beat we go by the way we get into the Kenneth Petty stuff now um when you you realize you're, you you realize your shorty got beat for somebody else and then they got a whole back and forth you know what I'm saying now you're injecting yourself in the back and forth which honestly honestly you shouldn't even be doing no way. You know what I'm saying? You a whole dude, bro. Let the ladies figure out the shit. You do your shit. You know what I'm saying? Because only thing that's going to come from that is just you getting caught up in that messy drama. And that's not good, especially not for no um not for no dude, you feel me? So apparently, 
this dude, um, Kenafetti was with his goon, his quote unquote goons, in the back of a hotel near the fucking loading dock. You feel me? Going on IG live to Eddie Rossi. Just making like whole remarks talking about, quote, you plan that vacation, you be planning your funeral, which is it's kind of a tough line. But when you want, you know, you on probation and you still have a reputation for, you know, you have a reputation of being an ex offender, you feel me? And now you, everybody knowing your address, because you know, if you know, as an ex offender, you can't move into certain spaces without the community knowing. So now everybody know where you live. So they know to, you know, work their travel around that because they ain't trying to have their kids, you know, caught up in that. The last thing you expect to do in terms of crashing out is to be on IG talking about, oh, we're going, you know, we're going to sit there and pull up. You and the goons fit in to pull up. And it's crazy because now you out talking about you outside, you outside, you outside. But for you crashing out, now you're going to be inside because apparently he um, violated his probation by making those threats. And now, homie, you're on, on, not homie, there's no sex offenders in my homie. But now, dude is on um, 120 day house arrest. Dude's on 120 day house arrest. And it's fucked up. It's, it's fucked up because you could have sat there and did anything else, right? You could have been working for Nikki in a way where it could have benefited her brand. Because let's be real, you ain't like you rapping. It ain't like you singing. You ain't hitting. You ain't busting no dance moves or nothing like that. You ain't moving and shaking like that, except if you're in the streets. And if all you know is like the street shit, right? It's gonna be real tough. It's real tough for you to find your lane in that situation, especially with with um with a wife as famous famous as Nikki. She's one of the greatest um lyricists, one of the greatest female lyricists of all time. So when you're talking about dealing in that lane, you gotta find your way in that lane that's productive and not harmful. Because this we we know you want hood shit. So it's like, all right, whatever, this is to be expected. But now niggas is looking at Nikki crazy because you wanna crash out. I mean, you should have been upstairs in the bed. You know what I'm saying? I, I can't understand how, you know, you took the time to see all this shit, right? And you 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 low-key hit your boys up talking about, yo, we about to we about to go on IG Live. Meet me in the back of this hotel by the loading dock. So that way they don't know I'm gone. I can't be going too far because I might run into a school. You know what I'm saying? Like and then y'all in the back by the garbage because you already know if you in New York they don't pick up garbage until like probably like late like er, like late in the night early morning so you know they were up here like middle of the night talking about like yo be outside we gonna be planning your funeral ah 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 and all of that if not being wise was a person it'll be that nigga face right next to the meeting right next to the meeting and this is what happens when you add like money in the vagina in the mix mainly for dudes because when those components are in play right what tends to happen is you know we tend to do the most idiotic and stupid things in order to prove that oh either we got it or oh let i'm you know i'm able to sit there and protect you so let me beat you feel me like and honestly this this comes down to us but like i said before it's a major thing in our community we got to be more better at you know, handling ourselves in these situations. 
you know, if it's something that you're trying to do and you feel like you're going to have your potential potential freedom or your life at risk, don't crash out for that. You know what I'm saying? If you're going to if you're going to crash out, do it for something meaningful. Like somebody hurt you come home and you find out somebody ran through your crib or you come home or your girl called you, you find out that you um that something happened to her. You feel me? And you gotta come handle some shit. Crash out for some reasons that actually are gonna help benefit your family if you're gonna do so. You know what I'm saying? Don't be crashing out because you don't like that shorty locked locked the door on you on some Kevin Porter shit, or somebody was beefing with your wife. So now you gotta go jump in and be on some street shit when you know good and damn well you ain't supposed to be on no street shit. There's a lot of y'all street dudes out here going left because of some shit some some shorty said or some money shit. You feel me? I can understand if you crash not for like millions of dollars. You know, maybe that might be a thing. And even then, I might look at you a little bit crazy, but I may understand. But at the same time. We got to start thinking smarter because this is what people want. This is what people want to see from us. They want to see us go, go go left on certain situations. You know what I'm saying? And when we go left on certain sh- situations and we end up in jail or we end up on house arrest or God forbid we end up dead. Like now people want to be like, oh, free my N word, free my guy. I'm not free and shit, bro. I'm not saying free shit. Because I don't see the point, bro. You 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 had the opportunity to go one way, right? But then now you had the opportunity to go one way or go left and potentially crash out. You decide, you know, fuck these niggas. It's my pride, my pride on the line, and we just gonna do this shit. And then now when you in jail, you you know what I'm saying? You gotta fight to keep your booty intact. And you got niggas saying free my n-word like fuck out of here bro you make for every step of the way you make those choices i seen a post on ig too um this is the last one we're gonna get into before we raise up i seen a post on ig right um talking about how five minutes right basically changed this dude's life because he's in jail now and he's right he's sending this post because apparently you get ig in jail so basically he said it took one minute, one minute to feel disrespected, right? The next three minutes was basically the fight that ensued after he felt disrespected. And then the last minute was when he went to get the gun and started spraying. And in those five minutes, he ended up having to face, he ended up getting about 15 years to life, right? You talk about 15 years, especially if you got kids. That means, and he, he stated this too. He didn't see his, his son's birth to like his first 10 years of his life. His daughter was six. He missed ages six to 15. So that whole guidance that you could have gave your kids, you decided to make that choice to sit there and damn their body a nigga because you felt disrespected in that one minute. And this is why I talk about crashing out with our community. We can't always be out here playing fake fake thugs and shit, thinking that, you know, we just gonna sit there and bust shots at each other and that's just what it's gonna be. Um I regret to inform you, bro. You got a long ways away. You're gonna find yourself in a, in a world of trouble messing around 
because you, for some reason, can't can't decide to maintain your emotions. You know what I'm saying? And that's what it's going to come down to. You got to be able to maintain your emotions. You know what I'm saying? You can't go around talking about, oh, ladies are emotional, ladies are emotional, ah, ah. Meanwhile, you out here crashing out over some emotional ass shit. So who's really the emotional one? All it takes is one minute. And I'm going to leave you with this and I'm going to raise up. All it takes is one minute to make a decision, right? That's going to change the outlook of your life. The question now becomes, are you willing to, in that minute, are you willing to go one way and then, you know, take a step back and, you know, do what you got to do, not only for yourself, but for the people that love you? Or are you going to take that one minute and be like, oh, nah, I feel disrespected. My pride is on the line. Fuck this nigga, suck my dick, you know? And then now you either with the Lord or in somebody's cell fighting for your virginity. Y'all choose, bro. But anyway, this is a short one. Um, definitely going to be back here Friday. You can follow me on the following. Um, you can follow me on the following. Aaron Sands Premier on IG. Link in the description. King Talk Sands on Good Pods and Twitter. Link in the description. In the, in the description. My bad. I'm stumbling all over words today. It's just crazy. Um, catch me next week. Um, where we going to talk about some real shit. Um, but until then, it's your man's Aaron Sands. And we are out of here for King Talk Season 4. We ain't done yet, but we out of here for King Talk for this episode. So take care and... You know, enjoy your day, night, whenever you are listening to this episode. Hey, what up? It's your boy, Aaron Sands, and I know you're enjoying this episode of King Talk right now. But I want to dive in a little bit and talk about the Premier Boys Podcast. You got me, Aaron Sands, Ken the Gentleman, the homie Roddy Rod, and long live the Chief Mali Mal, all in the building, talking about the hottest entertainment topics, the hottest news topics, and giving our own take on what's going on out here in these streets. It can get raunchy. It could get crazy. You might even be talking about somebody's mama. Who knows? But every Wednesday at midnight. Check us out on Apple Good Pods. Don't forget to drop that five-star rating and all wherever else you hear your podcast. Now back to the show, man. This is Star Roddy Rod and you are now listening to King